0: Hey girl, hi, how are you beautiful? Welcome back to the Fruitful Mama podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today because we are continuing on with the series, our back to basic series. And in this episode, we're talking about what to sell on your Etsy shop. And I am seriously so excited because I get to just give you some ideas and remove some of the overwhelm when it comes to, oh my gosh, what do I sell inside of my shop? And this is a friend. I am also hosting a free workshop this January. So January 19th at 11 a.m. There's a free workshop and I'm so excited to be doing this. This is the first time that I'm showing up live and just opening up my heart and getting to hang out with you. It's something that I've never done before and I'm super pumped. So to sign up, all you have to do is um, head over to the link in the show notes Or you can go ahead and go to bit.ly slash Etsy workshop 2022. And the 2022 are the numbers. They're not written out. And it'll take you to the page for you to go ahead and sign up. Like I said, it is a free workshop. And I'm just so pumped. I am so excited. Every day that I think about, I'm writing stuff down. I have copious amount of notes of things that I need to share with you. And like I seriously cannot wait. So you and I on Zoom, hanging out together. Yes, yes. Who's excited for that? I am. Okay, mama. So now let's talk about what to sell on your Etsy shop. And just know that my approach is very different. And I have been thinking about this a whole lot. And um, first things first is that I need you to clear your mind and take a deep breath and relax because If you're landing on this episode, I know that you're overwhelmed and you're doing a whole lot of research and this is the biggest question that you have in your head right now and you can move past it. So hopefully this, not hopefully, I know for a fact that this episode is really going to help you, but you have to let it help you, okay? You have to understand that this process can actually be easy if you let it be easy. If you want to sit here and overwhelm, then it's not going to work for you, but let it be easy. Let the information coming out of my mouth actually help you, because it'll be super helpful. So what I need you to do is for you to grab a piece of paper and a writing utensil of some sort. And yes, I'm old school. I like paper, paper and pen. That is the go-to because again, I'm old school. I was born in the '80s, you guys. So what can I tell you? So in the piece of paper, I need to. I need you to put down one column, and in in that one column, you're gonna write down. All the things that you're passionate about. I don't care what it is that you're passionate about. I don't care if you're passionate about polar bears or doors or robots. I don't care. Just everything that you're passionate about that lights you up, that you're just super excited about, write it down. In the next column, you're going to list all the skills that you have. And don't think of skills in terms of I went to college and I did this or I had a job and I learned this. Yes, those are great and definitely write them down. But also think about life experiences that you have had that have turned into a skill. For example, being a mother, like nobody really goes to school to become a mother and then we become mothers and then, you know, somehow through sleepless nights, we become experts to a certain extent, right? Because, you know, there's always these curveballs with the babies. You think you get them and then they... Change and such is life. But the point is, that is a skill that you have. Raising humans is definitely a skill that you have. So write that down, okay? And then in the next column, I want you to think about times in your life where you had a problem that something could have solved your problem. And by that, something, I'm not talking about money because I know money solves a lot of problems, but I'm not talking about that. I am talking about, you know, like a product or a service that would have helped you during that time that you had that problem. So now what I need you to think about after you've come up with a list are things that, you know, those problems that you had and the skills that you have and the things you're passionate about, what are the things that are actually like that really light you up that when you think about them, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And by the way, when I talk about problems here, they don't have to be like life or death kind of problems, you know, like they don't have to be tragic problems. They can be something like, you know, there was... You know the one time where my toddler was biting her nails, and I couldn't find a non toxic uh, like way for her to stop biting her nails. Like I was looking for a non toxic nail polish, but that doesn't exist, and, and and that was a problem in my life. So those are the things, like little things, little everyday problems that are annoying to us, or things that are just like a dread. Those are the things that I I need you to think about and write them down because this is going to be the birthplace of ideas of products for you to sell. For example, let's say you are... Um A mama and you cloth diaper your babies and you tried many different types of cloth diapers and none of them really did the job right like there was one that was okay one was better than the other and depending on the type of diapers and the type of material like you start to think in your head okay if I had this type of diaper with this material with this type of cover the diaper would be perfect so those are the things I I want you to think about from that list that you're going to come about, and of course, like, this is going to be personal to you, and I'm just giving you ideas here of how, you know, for example, in this mama example, she had a baby, she cloth diapers, she's obviously passionate about her baby, she's knowledgeable about being a mom, she used the cloth diapers, and she uh, found out there was a problem there, the diapers leaked, they were annoying, they didn't last that long, she had to uh, change the baby, like, every 20 minutes or so, so it just wasn't doable, so now she has... uh product idea that is actually like a good idea that is something that we can move on to the next step and actually try to validate that product if she's actually into it now try to think of as many problems as you have because that will get your mind going it or get get your mind running and thinking about things because so many times people have this idea that you have to invent a product and it, it needs to like you need to reinvent the wheel or something like that and it's really not true it can be simple tweaks that we can make to products that can really make a difference that's what happened to me on amazon i didn't reinvent anything i just tweaked a product that was selling well that that had volume but i just made a few sim- simple shifts and there you go i had a product to sell on amazon so That is how you have to think about, you don't have to sit here and reinvent something completely new and restructure how something is made 100%. It's simple tweaks that will allow you to actually get started with this. Now, the reason why I am telling you that it needs to be something that you're passionate about and you need to marry the skills that you have or the experiences you have with problems that you have experienced in your life, it's because if you don't have all these three areas of your life, I want you to think of a Venn diagram and like where all of this meets meets in the middle, it's because... Let's say if you are, you know, you're still a mama and obviously you're passionate about your babies, who doesn't love their babies, but you didn't cloth diaper your babies, you use disposable diapers, how can you possibly think of a good solution for a cloth diaper if you actually didn't go through the problems of a cloth diapering mama, the problems that she goes through, right? It's different when you hear about the problems, but when you actually experience the problems yourself and you're an expert in cloth diapering, you understand all the things and you understand that... You have to use special soaps and the water needs to be at a certain temperature and you're washing them and all these things it just you have different understanding of how the product works so make sure that all three areas of this of what I'm telling you uh, of these topics that they, they actually merge somewhere because this will be helpful to you to create a product that can actually be a successful product um Another example, let's say that you are like obsessed with pigs and you want to have a pet pig and like pigs are like are legit like pigs are amazing in your book. And let's say their experience with pigs is that, well, aside from the fact that you're vegan and let's say like, you know, the pigs are super smart. They're like, I think the third smartest animal in the world or, or something like that. Like they're wicked smart you've never actually seen a pig in real life. But, you know, let's say you're like, you know what, it doesn't matter. I am so passionate about pigs and they're so cute and I can learn, I can learn my way through this. And you come across pet pig parents and you start thinking about what are the problems that pet pig parents are facing right now and what product can I solve for them? And you just you start imagining what those problems are, but you don't have any experience with that. What's going to happen is that you're going to get stuck. You're going to hit major roadblocks because you haven't experienced those problems in real life. You're just imagining them in your head. So you're going to stay stuck somewhere and very frustrated and you can only go so far so this is why when you marry those three areas you're gonna be more likely to find a problem and to be able to solve that problem because you have you know all the prerequisites to think about a product that can actually be helpful even if a product already exists but it's not the perfect product I'll give you guys like an example right now in my life so um I love me a journal okay for the past two years I've been getting journals and I haven't been doing much with them 2020 was obvious you know, it happened like everybody got journals and who actually used them I don't know and then 2021 I was like on point with my journal until I started moving all over the world and the journal fell off to the side and then recently you know I thought that maybe I had learned my lesson I was like you know what I'm done with journals but I was like nope I love journals so I'm gonna get one for 2022 which I did and I love the journal that I have. There are two things that could be better though. Three things, if I'm being honest. One, I wish the quality of the paper had been just a little bit better because it's it's slightly flimsy, you know? Like, I don't love it. It could have been just a thicker paper. Would have made me happy. Secondly, because I am a woman who tracks her monthly cycle, I would love to see a way where I could actually put what what phase of the cycle i'm in whether that's follicular or uh, ovulation whatever i don't care i i just wish there was a way that they had worked that in into this planner and lastly i wish that the moon phases were on here too because i do see a difference in how i am in a full moon versus a new moon or whatever you know so i wish that that was on here and you know again i have the, the, the planner is like 90 percent good um but could have been amazing so we can always think of ways to to make something uh, better you know obviously there are a hundred thousand planners out there but none of them are perfect and maybe you can be the person that for your ideal customer avatar you do get to create that perfect planner that people are just obsessed with and there you go now again going back to the example as to why you need all three areas of your life um Am I passionate enough about a planner problem to actually go ahead and, and create a planner f- and start selling? Not really, at least not at this point in my life. I, I've i been talking about planners in this podcast for a while. I always use them as examples, uh, but... I'm not going to stop my life to go create a planner right now. It's just not where I am in my life. And it's just like, to me, it would be more of a burden than anything. So, you know, that's why you need to have all three pieces of the puzzle actually, you know, meeting each other so that you can find things that light you up and problems that you actually want to solve. Because maybe you had a little problem and you're like, you know what? I'm not that passionate about that to actually want to solve that problem. Um, And sometimes, by the way, a problem can be a beauty problem. Another personal example. Um, my vacuum stays out a lot. We're always vacuuming the house and, you know, I have two littles and I came to find out that, uh, my kids are messy, messy F and my house, I used to think my house was always nice and clean. But what, what happened was my dog passed away and I never realized how much my dog kept this house clean. True story. I never realized how much my dog actually ate food that my kids would drop from the table. Like never ever realized. I guess my dog was super stealth about it. Uh, but anyway... Point is, my vacuum is out a lot. Now, I am on the market for a new vacuum, and I really want to get a Dyson, but the Dyson I want is like 700 bucks, which to me, I'm like, man, $700 for a vacuum? That's absurdity. Not only that, vacuums in general, they are so gaudy. They have these weird colors. They're just not aesthetically pleasing. And if I was passionate enough about going ahead and creating a vacuum I would create the most beautiful vacuum ever I really would it would be white it would be like a cream color it would just be something that if you left out it wouldn't be an eyesore because right now the vacuum that I have first of all it has a cord which I wish I had a cordless vacuum but whatever like I have this vacuum it has the cord the cord is everywhere this thing is purple and gray and it's just annoying and it's I have this eyesore in the middle of my house and at any given time so you know sometimes just the beauty of it can be a problem so don't think that you need to solve world problems you don't have to solve world hunger you don't have to solve cancer you don't have to solve like just really major problems the problems that you are solving can be minor problems okay and Maybe if you didn't think about beauty being a problem before when you're writing down those problems that you had, go back and think about areas in your life where you have these products that you need, but they're an nice eyesore. Like they are gaudy, you know, and go ahead and add it to your list because making a product beautiful can totally set you apart and you can make some major money like that. Now, in the next episode, I am going to talk to you about validating their product idea to make sure that it's actually a viable product that we want to go ahead and sell. So tune into the next episode of the series. I seriously, I'm hoping that you are enjoying this episodes as much as I am enjoying recording them for you and don't forget to sign up for that workshop and until next time mama remember you're capable you're strong you can do hard things and until next time may you be wrapped in peace love and kindness and I will catch you in the next episode bye hey mama I really really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way and if you did would you please be so kind as to leave me a review on apple your review is literally the number one way. That you can thank me for all the work, for all the love that I put into these episodes. Also, if you loved listening to today's episode, I can guarantee you that you're going to love working with me. So head over to my website, julianarebody.com to see all the ways that I can help you. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.